Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Kellogg's Pet! The Super Delicious Cereal presents The Adventures of Superman! Faster than a speeding bullet! More powerful than a locomotive! Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! And today, as we resume our story, Perry White and Clark Kent are very much concerned over Lois Lane's account of the talking cat. We'll join them in a moment, but right now, here's Dan McCullough and his young cousin Doris, who seems to have found a new friend. Dan, you know that new family that moved in next door to us? Why, sure, the Davises. Well, this is Hal. We just got acquainted. Well, Hal, it's mighty swell that you're going to live in our neighborhood. Yeah, I guess it is, Dan, but... Why, don't you think you're going to like us? Oh, yeah, sure, but... Hal's kind of worried, Dan, because all of us kids are collecting common buttons, and he doesn't have any. Well, but uh, doesn't your family eat lots of Kellogg's Pet? Yeah, but... Well, then, you can collect these comic buttons, too. Sure, but... Why, it's easy as anything. All you have to oh, do... Oh, Dan, Hal knows how to get comic buttons. Give him a chance to tell you what happened. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you see, Dan, we all collected them where I used to live, and I had quite a few, but, well, somehow or other, when we moved, they got lost. Oh, say, that's a shame. Well, look, uh, maybe the kids around here can help you get started again. Because a fella feels sort of out of things unless he's got some of these bright-colored comic buttons to wear on his jacket or his cap. You miss out on a lot of fun, too, if you're not trading duplicates and comparing notes with your friends on how many you've collected. So it's a good thing these exciting comic buttons are so easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But every time Mom opens a package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep, there's your thrilling prize. Get your comic buttons, gang, from P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. Suddenly, like a bolt out of the blue, Lois Lane attempted to resign from the Daily Planet without offering any explanation. Finally, she confessed that she feared she was losing her mind and went on to explain that a Siamese cat, which had been sent to her for Christmas by an unknown admirer, had been talking to her. After examining the cat, Clark Kent, Perry White, and Jimmy Olsen assured Lois that she was overtired and had imagined the whole thing. Well, somewhat relieved, the girl reporter agreed to take a sedative and go to sleep. But soon after she got into bed, she heard the strange cat boy speak to her again. As we continue now, Kent, White, and Jimmy have returned to the Daily Planet and are walking through the city room. Listen. Well, Lois needs is a good rest. I think I'll send her to Florida. Good idea, Kent. Well, idea, Chief. A couple of weeks of sunshine ought to get the kinks out of her nerves. Well, come to think of it, Chief, I mean, Mr. White, my nerves have been feeling pretty kinky lately. Oh, yeah? Well, get yourself a sun lamp, Olsen. Oh. <laughs> See you both later. Uh, wait, Kent. Huh? Come into my office. I got something for you. You too, Olsen. Something for me? What? Now, don't look so eager. It isn't anything to eat. Oh, gosh, what is it? Keep your shirt on, Jim. And Mr. Grayson, the publisher of the planet, sent wristwatches to the members of the staff for Christmas. What? You mean he sent me one? Yes. 
I guess he suffers from the same delusion that you do, that you're a reporter. Oh, gosh. Uh, they're here in my desk. Lois and I already have ours, but you two are away since Christmas, and... Uh... Oh, here. Here they are. Oh, say, that was very nice of Mr. Grace. Yeah, it sure was. What keepers? Look at it, Mr. Ken. It's a honey. Uh-huh. Look at the swell gold band. The band? And look at my initials on the back. Quiet, also. What is it, Miss Backrack? Miss Lane called a few minutes ago, Mr. White. Lois? Well, what did she want? Well, she sounded terribly disturbed, almost hysterical. Uh-oh. Gosh, I wonder if... Will you be quiet, Olson? Uh, what do you mean, hysterical, Miss Backrack? Uh, what did she say? Well, she said to tell you and Mr. Kent that the cat talked again. What? I knew it. If you ask me, Mr. White, I think Miss Lane is having a nervous breakdown. She's been acting awfully yeah, Never mind, strange. never mind, never mind that. Never mind. Now, what else did she say? Well, she said she had to get away, and she was leaving at once to stay with some friends. She was so excited, I, I couldn't get the name very clearly, but I, I think she said the Markhams. Uh-huh, Lucille and Harry Markham, they live in Forest Heights. Did she say anything else, Miss Backrack? Yes, sir. She said for you to please come and get the cat, Mr. Kent. What? She was leaving word with the doorman to let you into her apartment. Hmm. Oh, anything else? No, sir. Uh, look, Miss Backrack. Oh, don't mention this to anyone, you understand? It might, uh, embarrass Miss Lane later. Oh, no. I won't mention it to a soul. Miss Lane is such a lovely girl. I only All right, that... all right, all right. Uh, thank you, Miss Backrack. Uh, go back to your desk. Yes, sir. Confounded, Kent. I thought we'd talk Lois out of that cat nonsense. Either she's in pretty bad shape oh, or... the cat did talk, eh? Now, look, Kent, don't you start that... That puppy cat... Well, I wasn't thinking of the cat. I was thinking of something else. What, Mr. Kent? Just a little idea that might be worth investigating. Come on, Jim. Come on, Jim? Where? What idea? I want to have a look at Lois's apartment again and uh, something else. Also, we've got to pick up the cat. Let's go, Jim. Uh, if anything comes up while we're gone, Chief, we'll be at Lois's apartment. I don't get it, Mr. Kent. Well, that's just an ordinary leather collar the cat's wearing. Why do you keep examining it? Yeah, I guess you're right, Jim. Okay, you can get down, Kitty. Go along. Huh? What do you mean I'm right? It's just an ordinary leather collar. Well, of course it is. What did you think it was? <laughs> well, whatever I thought, I was wrong. Come on, let's have another look at Lois's bedroom. Oh, well, what for? We've already done everything to it except rip up the mattress. Well, I just want to be sure. Sure of what? That the cat didn't talk. What? Holy mackerel, Mr. Kent. You don't mean to say you think this cat can talk, do you? Oh, of course not, Jim. I just meant that the cat voice Lois says she heard. But, but she didn't hear any voice. She only thought she did. Well, now, maybe she did hear it. Huh? But you just said that I you... said I don't believe she heard the cat. But she might have heard a voice she believed came from the cat. Well, how could that be? Well, now, look. Suppose there were a speaking device hidden somewhere in this room. And somebody at the other end of it sent his or her voice into the room. Now, Lois knew there was nobody in the apartment except herself and the cat, so when she heard the strange voice... She thought it was the cat. Right. Well, that's why you were examining the cat's collar. Mm -hmm. You thought it might be some kind of a receiver, huh? Yes, but I was wrong there. And I'm wrong about there being a hidden speaking device in this room, too. Well, how do you know? It might be in the wall someplace. No, it isn't. How do you know it isn't? You can't see through a wall. Yes, I can. I, I mean, I, I went over the walls and floor very carefully when we were here this morning. Oh. Well, maybe there's something in one of the closets. Or in the dresser. Or in that cabinet. No, there isn't. Take my word for it, Jim. And since this apartment is on the 16th floor and there's no fire escape, nobody could have projected the voice through a window. Gosh, who would do a dirty trick like that anyhow? No. Trying to drive poor Miss Lane nuts and telling her Mr. White was her enemy. Well... Yeah. 
I don't know who would do it or why, but I'm certainly glad she went to visit the Markhams. Lucille and Harry are both jolly people and very fond of Lois. A week or so with them, and then maybe a trip to Florida, and she ought to be all right again. Okay, come on, Jim. Get the cat, and we'll be going. Oh, going where? Oh, we have to drop the cat at the ASPCA. That's what I thought you were going to say. You mean we're going to... going to have it put away? <laughs> oh, not necessarily. It's a very pretty cat, and someone may adopt it. We can't leave it here alone with no one to feed and take care of it. Oh, I'll feed and take care of it. You? Sure, I like cats, and so does my mother. Oh, wait and a she's minute. She's been wanting a cat, too, so why can't I adopt it? <laughs> Aren't you afraid it might talk to you? Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> oh, please, Mr. Ken, I'll be good to it. And you could see when I was holding it that it liked me. Okay, okay, take it home. There's a traveling box for it in the living room. I suppose that's the one it came in. Oh, I'll get it. Thanks, Mr. Ken. Right. Come on, kitty, 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 kitty. Come on. Isn't that the phone? Yes, I'll get it. It's in here. Hello. Hello, is that you, Mr. Kent? Yes. This is Miss Backrack at the office. Oh, yes, Miss Backrack. A call just came in for Mr. White. Oh? When I said he stepped out for a little while, the party asked for you. Me? Yeah, I heard you say you and Jim were going to Miss Lane's apartment, so when this party said it was terribly important... What party? Mrs. Markham. She said to tell you Lucille Markham. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Miss Lane is visiting her. Well, uh, what was the message? She just said to have you call her as soon as possible. She said it was terribly important about Miss Lane. She seemed very upset, Mr. Kent. That's funny. Did, uh, did she leave her number? Yes, just a minute. Here it is. Forest Heights, 211. Now, wait, I'll write that down. Forest Heights, 211? That's right. Thanks. Oh, gee, Mr. Kent, I hope nothing's gone wrong with Miss Lane. Well, I'll find out. Thanks, Miss Backrack. Uh, Jim? Jim, come here, will you? Yeah? What is it, Mr. Kent? I'm afraid something happened to Lois, Jim. Gee whiz, what could... Uh, wait, wait a minute. Number clear. Uh, I want Forest Heights 211, operator. 211? That's right, 211. And please, try to hurry it, will you? It's terribly important. Tensely, Clark, Kent, and Jimmy Olsen wait for the call to suburban Forest Heights to be completed. We'll return in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcer. Don't forget, gang, if you have duplicate comic buttons to trade, you know, the swell buttons everybody's collecting from packages of Kellogg's Pep, be sure to let your pals know about it. Tell them which duplicates you have and which comic strip characters you need. Then you can swap and be one button closer to having all 18 in the series. You won't want to miss out on a single one because they're all true to life and really brilliant with color. Why, the pictures of your favorite funny paper characters look so real they could speak. Like Smitty, for instance, and Herbie, and Superman himself. And you know, it's so easy to get these exciting comic buttons. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. But inside every package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep, there's an exclusive prize. Get busy and complete your collection of these nifty comic buttons. Ask Mom to get you some P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. In Lois Lane's apartment, Clark Kent has just placed a call for Lucille Markham, Lois's friend. Jimmy Olsen stands by anxiously, the fawn-colored Siamese cat in his arms. Hello? Uh, Mrs. Markham? Lucille? This is Clark Kent. Oh, Clark, I'm so glad you called. Yes, Listen, do you know where Lois is? Lois? What? 
Well, she's at your house, isn't she? That's just it. She isn't. And I expected her hours ago. What's the matter, Mr. Funny. Kent? Just a minute, Jim. That's strange, Lucille. She called the office before noon and said she was going to your place then. Yes, that's what she told me. She called about 11 o'clock and asked if she could stay with us for a few days. Uh-huh. She sounded terribly upset, Clark. Yes, I know. And, of course, I told her we'd be delighted to have her. She said she was all packed and would leave at once by taxi. By taxi? Yes. Now, I expected her in time for lunch. You know, we're about 45 minutes drive from Lois' apartment. Yeah. But, my goodness, here it is almost 3 o'clock and she isn't here. Oh, I'm worried, Clark. She really sounded quite ill. Well, she is ill, Didn't Lucille. Miss Lane get there? No, she didn't. Gosh, what are you... Listen, supposed... Lucille, I'll look into it at once. Uh, you stay right there, and if you hear from Lois, call me at the Daily Planet, will you? And if, if I'm not there, leave a message and I'll call you back. All right. And please call me as soon as you find out anything, Clark. Sure. I'm really terribly worried. I will, Lucille. Don't worry. So long now. Golly, Mr. Kendall. Just a minute, Jim. Lois disappeared. And I've got to think. This is strange. Very strange. His mind racing desperately, Clark Kent looks carefully around Lois's bedroom again. Then at the Siamese cat, whose gray-blue eyes stare at him. What has happened to Lois Lane? And what is the strange secret of the cat Lois swears talked to her and warned her of grave danger? Well, fellows and girls, don't miss tomorrow's exciting episode in our fascinating new story. Tune in same time, same station for the mystery of the talking cat in the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications. Say, gang, get a load of this. Kellogg's Variety is back. That's the famous variety carton of six swell Kellogg cereals in ten separate packages. Makes breakfast more fun than a picnic. With Kellogg's variety on the table, you can choose among Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Pep, Corn Flakes, Shredded Wheat Crumbles, and 40% Bran Flakes. Simply help yourself to your favorite. Each box holds a fresh, crisp, heaping portion. So ask Mom to get Kellogg's variety right away. And be sure to be with us tomorrow... For the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.